from Detroit, Michigan, weighing 288 pounds. All right, welcome back to the 20 by 20 pod. It's been a while. Uh, this is Peter. I am here with Chris Hello. remotely. What's going on, Chris? Back to the basics. Season two, <laughs> Just, is that what we said it's going to be? Uh, yeah, I think we're <laughs> calling this uh, season two. But before we get into all that, we want to talk about why we took a little break here. In wrestling, there's been some questions, and there's always answers, like, who's next? Bill Goldberg. What you going to do is Hulk Hogan. But now, if you listen to other podcasts, the question is, who's Lucy? <laughs> and Chris, you're here to tell us, who's Lucy? Hmm. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> as, as there. Yeah, uh, newborn baby. So we have uh, baby number two, Lucy, came July oh, 8th, and... Uh, I've been adjusting to that so far. Back to work this week, so back into like a normal, somewhat normal routine. So able to get back onto this routine. Yoga, DDP yoga is back in my life. The podcast is back in my life. Just a little less uh, sleep and a little bit more uh, feedings in between. But Daniel's been handling a lot of that. So are are you like at work or are you uh, just working from home? Oh, still? back from home. So yeah, the two weeks I took off was kind of fun. Burning two weeks vacation to be just in the same place I've been for six months. <laughs> Well, that's what happens when you uh, get the luxury of sitting home for the past couple months when <laughs> the rest of us are out there on the front lines. I've been uh, organizing my my Blu-ray DVD shelf, and I just or- I I tried building a shelf, and that kind of fell apart. So I'm like, well, now that the baby's here, I can't build a new one. So I just ordered one off Amazon. So I'm going to build that and organizing the back room. Basement's looking sweet for whenever we get back down there. Got the what? figure stands up. Oh man, we're going to be social distancing in no time. Speed, well, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that in one second. Uh, it's, it's been a while, so let's get the band going. They're here. They're social distancing, so they're going to play a little tune right now. Yeah, they better not be uh, more than 10 of us in your Big Retch will shut it down. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, no, we're not all here. Uh, does George count as one? Oh, I don't. No. Uh, dogs do uh, catch it, I believe. I seen one in Texas oh, yeah. had one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll, we'll play. We'll play the song. Just, come on, guys. Let's go. Let's go. we said uh season two or just we took a break and we thought that would call it season two we're not really it's a good good reason because it's just us again and we're doing i think this is our first topic we did wasn't it Uh, if it wasn't it was one of the very first ones so we're just gonna kind of reset the book it's been what a year and a half we're on episode like 30 something late 20s early 30s (laughs) not exactly every week or every other week but as close as we can get it so we should so. be turning around just like WrestleMania turned it around when they got out of the late twenties. <laughs> they did turn, <laughs> they did turn it around because God, 26, 27, 28, 29 were all 
Terrible. You revisited them fairly recently, and they did not <laughs> did not yeah. age better in the second watch. I I feel like it was a couple of years ago that I rewatched them, but then yeah, I think Jacob went and rewatched them too, and yeah, the whole uh, um, what do you call it, Cena and Rock. I've like been actually interested era. to watch those. There's some funny things in there, like from going back, like. Cody Rhodes had sweet matches. He had like one with Ray. He had one with Big Show. Like Daniel Bryan coming out. Like the Shield. That's well, maybe Shield was like early thirties. But uh, there's some good stuff in there. But yeah, once it's like twenty six and you hit that McMahon and Brett match, it's like <laughs> I was gonna say it's, it's the Brett McMahon match where like it literally that's like a <laughs> screeching halt. The whole thing just. Dies the matches leading into that were okay, and then from then on, it just like something went wrong. Yeah, that pay per view was okay up until that point, and then it just like <laughs> it was dead. I remember so. thinking, I mean, all the Vince matches are good. They find ways to make them funny and run ins and all this, and you're like, oh my gosh, this one is not. Yeah, up to that point, like I mean, Vince had matches here and there. I mean, without thinking of all of them, they probably had a, two dozen, right? Yeah. Two dozen big pay per view matches. All of them were good for what mm-hmm. they were. Hogan and Austin and Rock Stephanie. and Triple H and Stephanie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then that one came and it was just like deflating. I, uh, I think your bashes his head and he's bleeding all over the place. Like, like within two seconds, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the 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 bell isn't even done ringing and it's just gushing oh, blood. Uh, wrestled Flair. Uh, he wrestled Shane. Like those were all good. Um, I think this is one of the best guests where he comes up on the ring with the pipe. Oh, yeah. I think this is a, by the way, this is episode 35. <laughs> okay. So that makes it um uh, uh, episode play button. <laughs> I can't <laughs> tell you what number they're on right now. That was last year, right? Was this year 36? I don't, yeah. I don't even know. We're definitely not at 40. <laughs> the, I know that. The, the pirate ship. <laughs> pirate ship well. turned into a face mask. Actually, no, they didn't wear masks then. Yeah, no, they didn't. They, they don't wear them They're now. They're spreading COVID all over that performance center then. Speaking of not wearing masks, where's Jacob? <laughs> and mudgies. I feel like he's at mudgies every day. Yeah, not wearing a mask, listening to this and being real mad because we're about to bury him for the next five minutes. I'm like, you go out and eat more now than you did before the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's out every night eating something, drinking something. <laughs> Uh, not social distancing. He'll come back and say, it's with my roommate and it's with someone I know and it's with my mom and Randy. But like, and then there's a picture of someone totally random or he's uh, out there drinking after softball. Like, so don't, don't think you're hiding that from us, boy. Like we know, we know what's going on out there. Outside the glass when we start getting together again. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to have to bust a hole open in the, uh, in the studio. <laughs> like, like Howard Stern where they had who was behind the glass always? That was Baba Bowie back there? Uh, Robin was behind the Robin. glass, wasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> He'll be like Fred where he's just like buried in the back <laughs> under all the tapes. He's a drunk like Fred was. <laughs> Fred wasn't a drunk. <laughs> I always thought he was. He always cracked me up. I think Artie was a drunk. Artie is <laughs> that, a drunk. That's a given. God, Artie's good, po- right? Uh, I don't know. He had his new podcast, which is like the eighth podcast he's had, and it was really good, and then it just stopped. And I just actually looked it up the other day, and I don't know. I don't know if he's like back in rehab or he's just on hiatus. 
like we should talk about being on podcast hiatus. So, so while like, you're out there, we like to, we like to make people wait for it. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Why have a, uh, why have too many episodes when you can just have just enough? That's right. Letting everyone catch up. Um, speaking of catching up, uh, we have some stuff, new stuff over at 20 by 20 apparel. We have, uh, since God, the last time we talked, we have the new, uh, TNT poster. Finally. Yeah. It's been years in the making (laughs) and it's so obscure and it's so big. I don't know who's buying it, but we had to make it (laughs) weird. We were excited to finally get it. Yeah, no, that was a a must have, uh, if we we eventually sell through them all by the time, uh, I'm an old man. I'll be happy. <laughs> uh, you also have your uh, call to action shirt, yeah. right? That's out and out and running. Yep, our yearly uh, tribute to Lex Luger, culminating with the uh, the tour shirt, which Andrew sent us an original one, which I did not even realize they had one back in the day, which is sweet. I need to get that. That you subliminally stole the idea from. This one's a little so, different. I don't have the state outline. I have the, the nice. Baby blue, not baby blue, Heather blue uh, t-shirts. That is on. nice. I do like that. Save me one of those. We'll, we'll start making a list for myself here. Both of those are on the list. Start making a TNT poster, <laughs> call to action. You're going to have to uh, buy that stone cold pin off eBay if someone sells it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, your uh, new masks are back in stock, correct? Or are you still waiting on those? They're uh, wait, uh, waiting for them to come in. I Hopefully... Uh, I need to double check how many were pre-ordered to make sure I don't get stuck having to make another order. Cause oh come on, <laughs> save um, me one of each of those too. We got yeah, a whole list going. We need all three of those. We need uh, one of every pin that you have. Yeah, uh, I'll probably redo I, I, the uh, monster trucks at some point. The Austin, I don't know. We'll have to wait. Maybe if there's if cons ever come back, we'll maybe do a, another yeah. one of the Austins. But those are. We'll put the Austin on retirement for a little bit now. Oh, man. Come on. <laughs> There's probably still plenty of Lex Express ones. That's it's uh, making this way. Yeah, Actually, there's one of those. Two, two of those sold recently. Two of those and then uh, two Boss Mans randomly out of the blue. Mm, well, stuff randomly gets purchased. <laughs> well, it's SummerSlam season, so people yeah. are uh, wanting to express their uh, Lex Luger love. Someone from the UK bought a boss man one, and I'm always blown away with someone overseas pays the shipping for a just a pin. So you're dropping like thirty dollars on one pin. That always Good uh, Lord. gets me. <laughs> well, they're probably loyal listeners, so hello out there. Yeah, so our buddy's a standing streamer. He always uh, talks to me online. He seems like a good nice. guy. Um, let's see. So that's all at twenty by twenty apparel dot com, and you can follow that and us online at 20 by 20 pod at 20 by 20 apparel facebook which we barely use instagram twitter all that stuff and the new uh, pin right around the corner new well, pin coming up, be soon. up any day now yeah all right so well, if, you follow, if you follow the theme i think you kind of get an idea of what what uh our theme our vehicles so take a look at what we have i i, I think i've tweeted a few times what it is it, from it so entails, yeah yeah it's it's around the corner and it's it's shocking. <laughs> Some nice <laughs> glitter effect on this one. We'll see how that comes out. Oh man, uh, I I don't think I've seen the back card yet. Have you uh, made the design for the the carding? I did. I'll have to send you that. All right, and we'll be on the lookout for that. Maybe by the time we need to find out. a new pin guy because uh, Pollyanna retiring, yeah. throwing in the towel. I'm very upset. Come on, Pincara, get back in the game. <laughs> I'm gonna hope he Terry funks it and just decides he needs to keep making at least for us. Keep him on the team. 
at least for us. <laughs> no, I'm, the, gonna to, I'm gonna have to message Big Mike and ask him who's oh, his current man. who's his current go to. His last what guy about, was, uh, was don't you tell don't you uh, talk to is it the one two three pens guy or does he? Yeah, I guess I, I see. I don't know who does his. Yeah, I feel like there's a couple of people out there make it happen. Yeah, I just like you get someone you like and you want to stick with them now. Yeah, no, I I understand. Um, what else do we have on merch? Any any more merch? I feel like that's a lot. Uh, hopefully, uh, a set of shirts coming out. I'm trying to make it an official release. I don't want to don't want to bootleg someone where this oh, big fans of. Yep. So yep, yep. I forgot about those. That's good. Try, yeah, try trying to lay the groundwork to get the okay from certain are legend. Gonna, are you going to do that? Are you actually going to ask? Yeah, that's the uh, the the guy the I was idea? I was sending the mock-ups to is he's going to talk to him oh. and show them. Oh and baby, he said if I put, I'll tell him that you guys are good guys, it should be okay. <laughs> they said <laughs> I won't say what he what he would might. I'll, t- I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you off there. <laughs> he's going to need him to put in his. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's no, gonna need to, to to put him in a stable like uh like Mr. Zamboni kept them. <laughs> They're not going um, in the legal file. That's you send a letter to Jay Zamboni, see if he'll let go of one of those. Be like, hey, they're out of production. You don't need it on file. Can I buy one of those off you? <laughs> buy it off them. You probably I need to check. A, there could be one. There could be a Lucy floating around from photos back in the day. We'll take a look. Hmm. Uh, does it have the card? I think I, I kind of want have extra cards. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess you could always do that. Okay, we're 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 working on that. This is good. Someday soon, I'm gonna stop by the old uh, twenty by twenty studio and uh, make a little make me a little gift basket. Yeah, we should be able to social distance in person soon. Yeah, for uh, no, I, you're in the heart of anti, the... anti-masker country, trying to round them up. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you you want me to? Uh, you have like one of those showers. You want me to to hit myself with before I get on your property? Yeah, we'll. Set, I'll set up like the Bubble Boy on Seinfeld. They just watched that episode. <laughs> yeah, just just open the door, and <laughs> while we're watching uh, Talking Shop Mania, they'll just be like two arms that I can like. I can just put my arms through your screen door, and I'll just sit outside. Oh man, yeah, I am an uh, anti-mask country. Uh, <laughs> as if everyone remembers, I'm still. I don't do it as much, but still at the front door taking people's temperatures. And uh, <laughs> the other day, randomly, someone was very proud to start wearing his mask because his fearless leader decided to say that it's now cool to wear a mask. So he was very proud. To which Just I like made changed. Yeah. It, Within seconds, I made fun of him and said maybe he should just start injecting bleach or whatever <laughs> like to, to kill the virus. And he got very upset, and I've not talked to him since. God bless so. you for working there. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's tough sometimes, but it's all good. We've just gone totally away from pretending that we're not political, <laughs> but uh, we're getting it, close to the big political episode. So we got. Oh man! Oh, that's. That's my next thing. I'll get into that in a second. Uh, it is interesting working there. Everyone, like you joke, thinking that everyone is black and white. Like you're, you believe in one thing, you believe in a whole bunch of like the same things. Right. Like, oh, you're Trump, so you're anti-mask and you're racist, and you're whatever. And like, and then the other side is like the complete opposite. But there truly is different layers to everyone. Like right. I work, I work with people who are super Democrat, but are anti-mask. I have people who are super racist, but like super scared of the virus and want to wear their mask. Like it's so, and I'd almost rather deal with just 
two levels of asshole, but I deal with a hundred <laughs> levels of asshole because like, I was having someone normal. And all of a sudden they throw something, throw a wrench at you in the middle of you the do <laughs> like, you don't know where you're going. Like I was having a normal, somewhat normal conversation with a guy and then it just ended. And he goes, I can't believe that they're tearing down all of those statues. <laughs> I just turned around. I literally said, I gotta go. And I turned around and walked away. And I'm like, I, I can't, I can't have a, the, conversation like this with you right now so that's why every statue should be uh people like the crusher you know and we get the, the shit one up in detroit so then we speaking of statues that are coming oh. down <laughs> we'll leave that for another day so, well, let's, let's let everything play out let's see where it goes man and we're going in too many different directions at once i'm gonna start writing <laughs> this down. wrestling podcast right i know i was going in a direction with that i'm gonna write that down uh, what, what were we just oh, saying two seconds ago that I was going to go back to? Um, uh, I don't know. Okay, I'll just go with this. Speaking of fallen heroes, because we were talking about potentially Bo Schembechler statue getting torn down. Since the last time we talked, wrestling has just gone... It's calmed down a little bit, but as soon as we recorded that last episode, like two days later everything went to hell (laughs) Um, we were praising (laughs) yeah like i I don't have a list i started to make a list today to put it in front of me but like do you have one person who you're like fuck like i I can't believe i can't like that person anymore Uh, there's a couple there i well i mean going off of uh, what our topic's going to be my favorite wrestler when we first did this of current guys was Joey Ryan. Oh. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I didn't even think to go back. <laughs> but like yeah. we kind of uh, assumed he was a, at least a dick, you know, like just off the interactions and watching him. Yeah. So I, I, I like we were, that. I don't think we were as surprised when that happened, but no, I like that, that you called out, you called out that I'm on the right side of history on that <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. I liked him. Like now, everyone's like, "Oh, his gimmick was gross and weird." And like, no one was saying that before. But no. now it's like, I mean, you know, of course, you have some people because tw- Twitter. You're always going to have, no matter what, it's going to be. You're going to have the people who don't like it are going to be the first ones to yeah. let you know. But but God, yeah. Overall, I mean, people were kind of saying he was progressive at points when we were talking about like LGBT people he had on his shows and yeah, uh, you know, how did uh, we not gender wrestling and all that? But yeah. How I guess we not see that coming? Wrestling, so we could have women grab his dick. <laughs> <laughs> what a creepo! And <laughs> and the uh, the video, the apology. I this video is, now. Oof, I only oh, watched like a minute of it. It's so bad. So. I watched all of um, Quackenbush. Quackenbushes and Lord, that was weird. Yeah, I I fuck. I hate defending. Like we don't want to defend anyone here, but like I feel like that's how he talks. That's yeah, like the, the, his podcast or like that. Just made it so bizarre, and the way yeah. it was cut weird. And he's like trying to light it professionally, but it's not fully professional. But it it's professional yeah. enough that it just feels like it's a bad politician apology. <laughs> yeah, because then like everyone, he said the same thing. Like I do not remember this, so mm-hmm. I will give you the benefit of the doubt. Like. Whereas Joey Ryan was just like, she wanted it, bro. Like, that's, not, that's not an apology, Joey. Like that, that's definitely not an apology. No, no. it was the, the video was not called apology video. It was called like defending myself video. Scumbag video. I mean, when so. it comes back to like quack 
saying homophobic things in the mid 2000s i don't think you're going to find many people who weren't in the yeah. locker room at that point like you can't just pretend that stuff didn't happen i remember watching uh the movie uh mid 90s did you ever see that movie i don't think so it's uh what's his name well, here's a fun game <laughs> we try to remember a name um <laughs> chubby comedian from super bad the uh, um, not seth mike, rogan mike winnegar I mean, <laughs> Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill directed it. And there's it's a bunch of kids growing up in skateboard community in the 90s. And they like, you know, call each other homophobic slurs and all this. And people were kind of like asking him why he did that. And he's like, I'm not going to pretend that's all. That's how people talk back then as kids, for sure. You're calling yeah. people those names. Like, I'm not going to pretend that didn't happen. Like, you're not going to ignore that. That's how society was then. Yeah. So like, yeah, you can come out and apologize for it. You're not going to like assume that people were not doing that back then. Yeah. Speaking of, I think it just started coming out yesterday and today. Uh, Kevin Owens and Excalibur's old PWG <laughs> videos. Those, the, I didn't watch them, but I don't think that that ages well. No, so. I mean CM Punk on IWA. Also, wouldn't he be in the same category? Uh, he wasn't saying what those two were saying <laughs> in that video. Uh, that could be he a whole just, other. He was just shit talking juggalos. Yeah, that's okay. That, that's okay <laughs> yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Come on now. <laughs> I seen right, someone so made a fake like mock-up of, uh, like, you know, Disney before they play their cartoons that have, like, inappropriate things. Like, they have, like, a warning, like, this is from a time before oh. stereotypes. Were, so then someone made a fake PWG one of, like, this was oh. before a time. Of. <laughs> I mean, they should, they should do that on every, like, 80s WWF video, oh, yeah, too. That Anything that has a like, Tito Santana. I guess at least, you know, at least Vince is uh, super right wing, and he's not going to—he's not going to care what anyone thinks. But I'm like, I'd be nervous they censor uh, old '80s yeah. wrestling. Oh yeah, that'd be over. Like, ugh. need to load um, up on the DVDs just in case. <laughs> yeah, maybe not throw away all those pay-per-view original uh, tapes that we have. Um, <laughs> it wasn't political. I'm sorry. It was political. It wasn't like because of all those reasons but austin aries fucking he may be my number one just Whoa. falling off for being like weirdo nonsense man yeah it um, was him and loki right with the two uh like anti-virus yeah. guys online yeah and i like aries like god he's sweet but yeah his character i don't know awesome. he's he's getting there unless this is all a giant work but <laughs> yes, <sighs> you never say. know you know well, he's no, he's no heel out. like RJ City. No, he is a straight <laughs> heel. I seen uh, someone oh said, "I hope RJ City is having a great day," and he quoted it and said, "Look at this person trying to think it's the '90s and cheering on a good heel like me." <laughs> <laughs> he gets it. He knows what he's doing. He's funny. He may make it on uh, someone's list here. Today. Oh yeah, we don't know. Maybe. Well, we'll talk about. I need it. to solidify my list. I think I need a pen and paper here. I know. I I was making changes as we were uh, getting our call ready, so my list was my made. Mind, I hopefully, remember it all. Oh Jesus! Here we go. Uh, so while you're doing that, uh, we can jump into a quick uh, what you've been watching lately. My what you've been watching has changed because I made this list like a month ago when I thought we were going to talk, and uh, I've watched a bunch of stuff since then. I finished the Taker documentary. I don't think I saw the. Isn't there like a last episode, like a tie-up, yeah, and like a bonus one? Yeah, yeah. It's, I didn't it's watch nothing that special. Yet. It's just him telling stories, and they kind of reenacted in animation, but none of it's like it's not like a shoot interview. Like like 
they talk about the plane ride from hell and they don't really get into anything. It's just kind of like, yeah. yeah. Um, I also watched uh, GCW homecoming nights one and two. It's the first GCW I've watched in a long time. And I know you watch GCW. You know, you give me this password. <laughs> you always steal Rex's password. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Come on now. <laughs> Kayfabe that boy. Don't, don't feel that out. About that. <laughs> Yeah, I I owe our boy Rex uh, something because I always leech off his thing. So I told him he's got free conies for life anytime we hang out. I I mean I use your New Japan all the time once once a year in the summer. So that's also true. So I, I I'm due for that. So now he just has to steal something from someone else. So <laughs> it's just big circle. If I ever get uh, the independent wrestling TV, I'll pass that out to everyone. I just I need see? to finish my Nitro before I d- dive into more wrestling. Yeah, talk about a, a list of things that we. Yeah, forget about what we've been watching. What do we want to watch? <laughs> I think we talked about that last time, didn't we? Just What's ideas of list? like, yeah. yeah, we want to go through like eighty nine NWA or like the the ECW reboot and like there's so we many different. We need to do the reboot as a uh, like you said, we watch it and either it's talk a one off episode in between the episodes or you know a segment where we talk about it. Yeah, because that's some oh. funny shit on there. Yeah, no, there's good stuff. Uh, I would always do an NXT seasons. I, I'd rewatch that anytime. Yeah, I'm up for whatever. There's, yeah, there's always that, more to that be needs watched. That to be a, a special edition episode, and none of it could be like good. You know, we can't watch 97 WCW. We need to just watch bad oh, yeah. NXTs, bad WWE CW, bad WCW um, from 92. <laughs> well, right now I'm watching some. Uh, NWA WCW 93 and I am lost. I just don't understand. <laughs> There's like two world champions and they're not distinguishing why and it's That it's, always confused me. Yeah, I think they keep calling Vader the world champion, but then like Flair definitely has the big gold belt and he's wrestling Sting and I'm like, well and he's calling it the NWA title. Is that like before or after they had like the international title? Like it's whew. It's a little little crazy, but I'm doing a little uh, little pre-production work for a future episode. A yeah, you gotta you alert. gotta get some notes together so I know what I what I look up. I'm gonna start to, I'll start looking up the uh, football season from that year. I'll to do uh, notes on that. Whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little. Do you know I have 14 pages of notes for that episode? Yeah. I can't so. Wait. Yeah, um, that's a future episode we have. Um, I have a whole list of future episodes we're looking at. Uh, we may have a, what do you call it, Hell in a Cell sometime this fall. We may actually do. Um, a year later. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to rewatch them again. Uh, we uh, may we have could, a f- we could preview our uh, our SummerSlam special, right? Yeah. Uh, we're hopefully, because this is the end of July as we're recording this, and it'll be out the very beginning of August. Uh, hopefully by the end of the month, if there's actually a real SummerSlam, which may or may not happen thank you Vince McMahon. Is a rumor, which is awesome <laughs> i thought i also read that they were going to all the cities in the northeast and no one will let them have it like with the <laughs> limited fans they're just getting shit canned in every place so uh in honor of SummerSlam, we want to do a SummerSlam draft episode very much like our wrestlemania draft where we'll have rules on what matches we pick None of the same people, uh, certain titles, um, not repeating the same show kind of thing. So when you were discussing it and you're like saying we might have the similar ones and I was going through and I'm like, I don't think so. We're kind of, there's a lot of ways you could go, but once you pointed out 
you need to set your Bret Hart match. And then from there, it all, yeah. it go, there's many like avenues it could go, but it all really does come down to that. You pick that Bret Hart match. Cause yeah, so he many has, Bret Hart matches. Fire ones. Yeah. Um, he's like two or three tags. He's got Owen, um, Mr. Perfect. Um, Bulldog. Yeah. Bulldog 92. I mean, those are all in a row. That's yeah. like, 88 to, to 93. Yeah, he so. is Mr. SummerSlam until Brock Lesnar comes on the scene and becomes Mr. SummerSlam. Until CM Punk comes on the scene. He's got like six main events. Mid-card main events. Wait a minute. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> i got to redo my list. We also may have an episode about uh, favorite action figures. Um, I still want to do one about people who were passed over as champions in the past to kind of Ooh. bookend our last episode of future champs which i don't know big keith lee won a title so i think you all owe me five bucks oh man yeah that happened fast yeah <laughs> it was on my list so that's, that's the developmental title right that doesn't count that's a world title we should have NXT- us we should have set parameters on i know it's an nxt world title it's the third I mean, brand I, I guess if nxt is supposed to be comparable to AEW, that those championships should be compatible, right? That's, that's my argument, but I'm sure everyone will argue against it. So I'll just have to wait for the next one. Although, without looking at the list, I bet a couple people <laughs> are not going to be uh, winning titles anytime soon. My boy soon. Ricky Starks is part of Team Taz, so watch out. Uh, going real quick. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if Matt... Well, Matt Riddle may still win something. I thought yeah, he was going to get like, a shit can. It camp. seems like whatever his thing was wasn't really as... Uh, yeah, it didn't didn't have legs but who knows we are not here to cast uh, dispersions on <laughs> people who were uh wronged because it's highly possible that they were so i'm not it's hard uh, to keep up anymore you're like you miss a uh, twitter for four hours and you could just like hey i'm watching this match this is a really good match by this guy and all of a sudden like that guy's a scumbag he's a yeah <laughs> i'm like yeah, oh man i should i guess i should have scrolled yeah. a second before i say something i don't know it's hard to even yeah. pay attention anymore you got to uh Got to search someone's name before you <laughs> actually say something good about them. That's why all the people we like are nice, wholesome folks. That's why the, hopefully the person we're doing the shirt with is a damn saint. So, you know, we're going to have to worry about that. Yeah, I, I can't imagine he no. would do anything like or that. Nothing, nothing bad from anyone ever about him. No. And then uh, if we have our spooky Halloween project, I think all, all of that is good people. So. Yeah, I need to start working on that so the stuff's ready to roll. Yeah, we need that. Yeah, that's they, that's going to be a good one. Cause last, need, year, last year we had a nice run of uh, October surprises. So very spooky. Have, have, have one product in mind. You got to think of a few others. Probably another Halloween Havoc tribute. <laughs> start watching those. Maybe you need. Well, no, that's not a automobile. We can't do that. <laughs> Spin oh, the wheel. Aaron, make the Aaron deal. Point out an automobile from Halloween Havoc. We need to do that. We haven't already done really i'll say oh yeah i'll say it and you, you could bleep it all right uh the <laughs> <laughs> that's so niche and no one would understand what that is yeah but people love so though they, they'd look sweet as hell <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know um uh, yeah, we'll 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 put that on the back burner here yeah you gotta bleep all that out yeah yeah we'll we'll make that work just give me more work it'll be a short episode so we'll be fine I don't know. You got anything uh, you've been watching or anything else you want to discuss before we jump on into the main event? No, all I've watched like the, the Summer Slams we've been discussing. I've watched a lot of matches from that and then uh, dove back into my WCW and 
just finished a Havoc 98, so the wheels are officially falling off, so I can't wait now. <laughs> you've, you've said the wheels are falling off for like a year and a half now. Falling off. <laughs> now they're officially off, because that isn't that many times everyone's like, that's where I just completely died. Um, yeah, but it's still like watchable, right? I feel like yeah, it's I more... Like, I've been seeing people more recently even say like 99-2000 had a bunch of like good stuff buried in like the shows that you're missing, you know? Yeah, but overall, it was pretty nonsense. That Hogan Warrior match is bad, but I was expecting it to be like absolutely abysmal the way people talk about it. I'm like, it was, I don't know. It wasn't that bad? It was, I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't like, I don't know. The way, the way it's talked about, I thought it was going to be like Taker Goldberg at a, well, I guess I haven't fully seen the match. I've just seen the clips of him almost (laughs) killing him. (laughs) Yeah, that's all that I've seen too, so. I guess I can't fully compare it. Well, we can. It's okay. <laughs> Comparing things that we've never seen, that's that's fine. Yeah, I think that's about all I got. We've got a lot of catching up to do, and that was that yeah, was outside, it. Outside of our Seinfeld rewatch we're doing over here, we could discuss that. I'm making a top 25, so I'll have to send you that when I'm done. Oh, man. The top 25 episodes? Yeah. Oof. I still stand by my number one as uh, the Merv Griffin episode. I haven't hit that one yet. That's oh, a good one. That's because it's got someone for something for everyone. It's got yeah. the Merv Griffin set. It's got Jerry with his girlfriend and the the Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> it's got the sides. I think the side saddler, and it's got George and the squirrels. Like all four <laughs> solid. So I think my current a, number one is the pen. Pen's a good one. And I'm I'm in uh I'm into season four, like quarter away into season four, so it's still early, but that one stands out at the beginning. Like <laughs> you have the is pen, that, take the pen. <laughs> is that the one where his back is uh is he throws his back out, or is that a different uh Del Boca Vista episode? It's the one where uh, Elaine's back is out right, from sitting right. on the yeah, and then Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. We we just start a Seinfeld podcast. <laughs> Not that we don't have enough other nonsense you know, We still have our, our non-wrestling podcast that hasn't fully start, started that's, yet. That's never going to happen. Um, huh. I'm more excited about our, our, uh, our summer. Yeah, our themed one, I think, is going to be the the one yeah. of the summer. I'm hoping that comes out like around Labor Day. So yeah, we got to time the, that one well. That'll be the goal, future. but God, I'm... I'm ready. Like I have my research. I'm watching a little bit. I, I think I don't think you have to. I think you can just play along. We may have I a guest be, for that one. Yeah. yeah if you could, if you could uh, direct me, I just I'll need some pointers. And then I also really wanted to do a weddings <laughs> episode because our buddy Brendan's getting married this month. Yeah. So I may uh, try to sneak that in, maybe an on location. Uh, okay. You know, bonus episode. So. We'll see you how we do that. Call there, me so. live from the uh, dance floor, and I'll give you my <laughs> top five wrestling wedding. <laughs> we'll see if there's any. I'll try to sneak in a wrestling song in his playlist. <laughs> I think that's about it, and I don't have much else. If you just want to jump right into the uh, the five count scheme. Yeah, let's get it going. All right, let's play the music, which I love the music. Five. Oh, my. Five. Oh, he wants a five. five. He wants a five count. Five count. There's a sick man. There is a sick man. Well, well, what about this five count? You are demanding of officials throughout the World Wrestling Federation, not for a three count, but a five count. The only man, the only man in the history of professional wrestling to demand a five count. Jesus. 
You're gonna get a five. Do you hear that? You're gonna get a five pound. Five! Top five in my estimation. I'm not going to name the top five because it's so subjective. These lists don't mean shit anyway. But uh, what are you basing it on? What criteria? All right, that's all. Get, that's all getting cut out. <laughs> Anyways, that was uh, the five count theme song, and we are now in the hashtag five count, which doesn't really catch on. I really thought that was going to catch on, but then uh, I'm trying to catch on the hashtag day gimmick. You've but, been good on getting back on, on that. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I keep forgetting to use the hashtag. <laughs> so follow uh, 20 by 20, <laughs> follow 20 by 20 pod on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, we try to do a daily hashtag day gimmick, which what's today? It's either, you know, it's we've had father-in-law day with Vince and Triple H. We've had uh, know, Sprinkles Day with Dan Housen. We've had uh, anything that's any kind of wrestling nonsense we try to put in there. So follow so the stories. Get, I guess you just need to get uh, Young Hootski on TikTok. He's a TikTok famous guy. He'll oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, what a dickhead. <laughs> we're going to get into that, too. Anyways. We love Jacob, even though on here it doesn't sound like we do. Yeah, we... We have an affection for him, or else we wouldn't be saying these things. He's our young boy, so he just gets the beat down. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to be 40, and he's still going to be our young boy. <sighs> well, he also does things that brings it upon himself, like <laughs> not wearing a fucking mask when he goes out. And, and like saying, I'm TikTok famous. <laughs> or like saying that golf is okay for uh, social distancing, and then we see a video of him getting dragged behind a cart <laughs> fucking bonging a beer like a dickhead asshole (laughs) so yeah don't you bring it upon yourself young boy god damn it (laughs) anyways five count uh top five favorite we're talking about our favorite current wrestlers if we want to rewatch the current product (laughs) yeah um (laughs) i actually i guess i could go back i have this here handy um our our, yeah yeah this is when i used to actually I used to actually keep track of these things. Um, so let me look in here. Is it in my five count notes? Oh, is it in our uh, in our shared? No. It can't be in our shared. You said it so confidently, and now you can't find it. Yeah, I mean, I know I have it. I just don't know where I have it. <laughs> oh, here we go. It was in the right thing. So, uh, it was our first episode. And uh, your... T- <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> now, just for reference, yeah, your top five, and this was a year and a half ago, I would say, right? Yeah, uh, it, was the, like, it was the winter, not last winter, it was the winter before. Uh, yeah, like uh, January, February of 19, yes. I would say. Um, your top five, uh, number five was Minoru Suzuki, which nice. <laughs> brought the, from the first episode, brought the, I watch a lot of Japanese wrestling quote. <laughs> so you had Suzuki at five. AJ Styles at four, the man Becky Lynch at three, Brock Lesnar at two, Ooh. and uh, redacted at number one. <laughs> <laughs> man, um, that's a 
It's a solid I'm list. Trying to think of anyone. Uh, well, well, no spoilers. We'll see if anyone makes a repeat appearance. We know one person definitely won't be making a repeat <laughs> appearance. Uh, and I only have like your your just outside. You had the Good Brothers, and I put etc. I don't know who else you named. Etc. <laughs> <laughs> My top five were uh, I had Grado and Joe Hendry, which Grado doesn't even wrestle anymore. I, think <laughs> I was gonna say, was he like a TV actor now? Was he? Yeah, he's like a morning drive radio guy. Pete Dunn, number four, still sweet. Drew McIntyre, number three, world champ. Uh, number two, Zack Sabre Jr., the man. And then my my number one was uh, <laughs> the redacted ROH Booker man. <laughs> <laughs> man, we um, both topped our list with creepers. <laughs> yeah, his, his apology also wasn't an apology. It was a... Uh, she I was didn't. 17 and it's okay <laughs> yeah his was real weird it was that <laughs> she was legal yeah that's good that's a good out Te- yeah technically i didn't fuck <laughs> I a little girl <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> so, oh, yeah. boy, wrestling. well yeah well at least his uh his fed is not put on a show in six months so kind of forget about him <laughs> at least his All fed right. isn't owned by a psychopathic organization that uh was going to put out a the pandemic misinformation conspiracy theory on all our stations. He works for psychopathic. He's <laughs> a JCW no. booker. He does say whoop whoop. So I guess it's, <laughs> it's, it's close, man. I have so many of his shirts. Oh man. <laughs> retire that. Do we retire those? I have that zip up hoodie of the, uh, is he like, I know we're now we're going backwards. Every podcast, like jumped on that the day of like, is there a, a, a pecking order of like who you're allowed to still like like we can't you can't like joey ryan like he's done um, yeah. who's that other dickhead is that uh david star is that his name oh yeah he seemed like an asshole though before, before he came. yeah like he's like the epitome of like twitter bernie bros who annoy the hell out of you who, like just fucking hate everything and yeah think you're smarter than everyone he really then, he, then he turned out to be a creep <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but like I don't know, like Marty and Quackenbush, like, are they just kind of borderline? Like, <laughs> are, are they like, are, no, I, I didn't mean like, that. <laughs> I meant like, <laughs> I are they closer to like Matt Riddle where like, you can't like come out and say you love them, but if you just give it time, it'll, I don't want to say it'll go away, but like, it'll swing back where people forget. Or is, like, it enough, is it enough to where you just detach the human from the, uh, the character yeah, where I, I the same thing where we're discussing, uh, uh, just any, like, idolizing any human being everyone's shitty usually so yeah. but like you, I, you no matter what you still enjoy watching hulk hogan like you can't detach his shittiness from like growing up watching him yeah. I, mean, I feel like it's impossible not to enjoy watching 1991 hulk hogan like no matter what yeah. he became you still enjoy that like you didn't even Chris Benoit, fuck's sake. <laughs> you still enjoy Christ. watching Chris Benoit, but you're never going to say he's not a piece of shit. <laughs> you're never going to put him in your Hall of Fame. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> Speaking of. All right, uh, you'll get to work on that Hall of Fame episode. That'll be coming out in Talk about next redacted. April. <laughs> that, I did that after. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. So, uh, we're both pieces of shit, and we like pieces of shit. So. <laughs> Oh, man. Actually, looking at that, <laughs> fuck. One of my very top ones is a piece of shit. Wait, <laughs> One of my top, on my current top five, you could argue is a piece of oh. shit. <laughs> All 
All right. Well, we'll get to that when we get All there. Right. I'm, I'm detaching the character from the person. That's right. It's- he, may, he may or may not have <laughs> cheated on his family and started another family. Oh. Uh, <laughs> All right. Never. We'll just keep going. Uh, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, you start. I feel like I'm usually starting. So I'm going right. to pass it to you. All right. Uh, my number five. I switched this at the last minute probably because I haven't watched the new product and I don't know what this guy is doing. So I <laughs> aced him off of it. Um, but I have seen this new person a lot lately. If we we're going to say that we're all in for like the, the wrestling, the character, everything that goes around these people is why we like them. I got to go, uh, with my man, number five, RSP, Ricky Shane page. Oh, uh, nice. He's there. And maybe he's done this all the time, or maybe I'm just like picking up on it in the past, I would say a couple months, but you know, minus the past six months of nothingness. His videos are fucking awesome. Like his, his promos that he does, and someone in his crew, either him or one of the 440 guys, is like right. real good at video editing. The first one I remember was, was when he wrestled Nate Webb. And he had yeah. like the, the to like the teenage dirt bag, like the yeah, instrumental. That's a real good one. And then like it's just one after another is good ones. I just rewatched the one where he won the title from Nick Gage. Uh, there was another one. Like I think they had a whole host of them ready, and the whole pandemic kind of threw that off because they were doing like their Cleveland homecoming. Um, yeah, I mean those guys were like a, about to just be like the hot thing on the Indies. It seemed after that. Yeah, and they're. The and they picked right back up because, I mean, yeah. GCW started this weekend and they, uh, oh, what did they do? Uh, he was in the main event of the first show and then there's a tag match in the second one, which Nick Gage now has a rematch for the title. So upcoming, it's going to be RSP and uh, Gage. Yeah, fucking his matches are sweet. His promos are sweet. He does like all the little things that are, I don't know, just he's, he's, I wish I, picked up on him earlier mm-hmm. earlier in life i'm just i kind of always knew who he was but yeah we, we, we both kind of knew him just as a death match guy that we didn't really you know watch much and then the, they became the judge you know that's yeah. the things that we kind of <laughs> knew him from i legit didn't put two and two together like everyone else over those years i'm like okay like this person's him da 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 yeah. and old wrestling <laughs> and then i'm like oh the judge is just someone like i never put it together and then we went to that uh, what, what's the show we went to? The doubleheader with Evolve Progress. Uh, yeah. And like he almost died the night before in Philly. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my God, that's fucking Judge Hugo. <laughs> so like, I did not put that together. But well, hey, yeah, when you go broke in the uh, Great Depression, you got to put it all on the line in the ring. <laughs> God, I don't know if we talk about that enough, but like he's in a super white suit. He loses his match. He goes in the back, comes back all dirty. And we're like, why is he dirty? And then you're just like, he's poor. Yeah, because like, the, the storyline is the Great Depression hit and all yeah. his money is gone. And Inky Scoops took his 50000 <laughs> <laughs> He's poor. Oh, man, that was so good. The, uh, the best is uh, he comes by the merch table. And I'd say the, the area where uh, old runs, people are more there just for the show and to like, meet the people maybe and talk to them not to like buy merch mm-hmm. so hugo comes by with his cup that he's collecting change at the end of intermission and he's like hey assholes <laughs> something like maybe more just going around shaking this cup and you guys are selling stuff and he shows his cup just full of all like dollar bills and fives and stuff I'm like man <laughs> uh, he's sweet he's someone who like 
will never ever happen because he doesn't do a single podcast except for Austin's. But yeah. like he'd be a real funny person to talk to, but that's never gonna happen. So even if we just uh, BS with him, even off the record at Old Wrestling, would just be fun just to talk yeah. to him because he seems like a cool, yeah, cool dude. I think he's and a juggalo. <laughs> been back on his like uh, like you're saying uh, good promos now that he has like he's not built. He's not a huge like built muscular guy, but he comes off no. like big. He comes off like big and uh, like big swagger to him. You know what I mean? I don't know yeah. if that makes sense. Like, like he's like goddamn Vader in '92. Yeah, like the way he talks, the way he does his promos, and like shit talks Gage. I'm like, yeah, it's it's like Vader or Hanson. He has that yeah. vibe, even though he like is not like Brock Lesnar built or anything. He's just a no. dude, really. But he his persona it, makes you think he's like fucking eight feet tall. The way he talks, yeah. I love it. <laughs> He'd whoop your fucking ass. Yeah, who he wouldn't? Bleeds, he bleeds like crazy in every match. <laughs> Speaking of bleeding so, like crazy, I can't wait to see my boy uh, Jeff King win the uh, King of the Death match this weekend. Yeah, all right. We're going to watch that or we're going to watch uh, Countdown to Fucktown. I, I haven't run either past Danielle, so we'll see. <laughs> so we're, it's going to be neither is the answer. <laughs> I said no. I have it going in my favor that uh, the Good Brother show starts at nine, so I will be asleep by then. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Probably be on at fucking two in the morning still. <laughs> Watch the Boner Yard match. Well, they right. they already recorded it at least. I I go I asked Steve, like, oh, you gonna go down there? He's like, oh, they recorded it already. I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And I yeah, see yeah. photos of like of uh, them doing the Boner Yard match. So I'm like, well, at least <laughs> they recorded it all ahead of time, so it should be. A tight knit show, right? They can't go five oh, hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll be perfect. <laughs> sure there'll be no distractions. <sighs> I so need to like listen good. to them. I have I haven't paid attention to them at all since they've yeah. left. I just I listened to the first couple and then I listened to uh the two hour boy they had with Ryan Satin. Yeah, I need to just do that at least. It was funny. It's worth a listen. I mean I was so. good caught up on JR's podcast and now I take those two weeks off. Uh, with the baby, and I come back this week, and I'm looking at podcasts. I'm like, how am I like nine episodes behind on Jr? Like, <laughs> how does this even happen? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know how Conrad needs to do every other week. I don't know how he's doing that many podcasts a week. I can't keep. I up. know. I I caught up on Jr. and then I went back, and now I'm catching up on Bischoff. Um, I caught up on I'm, Jr. and Bruce, and now I'm behind on all of them. And, and, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, Bischoff is like a year behind now. Bischoff, I officially listen to in two speed. <laughs> and it's going quick. I deleted JR, a couple. JR can be but, two speed. I need to bump that one up. Yeah, mine's one and a half or two for him. Depends. All right. So RSP making moves. It's Our boys in four four zero. Even though they're from Ohio, I guess we have to we have to respect them. But they're sweet. He's sweet. I kind of want a four four zero shirt. It's yeah, funny that all their that merch is like NWO colors and DX colors. Yeah. Like they're just straight 90s. So I may get we one should, of those We boys. should do a little one-off of them. We'll get on that. And just another, another list thing on the, the list. list. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you can because your other project is their mortal enemies. So. Who's that? Uh, the, I think they're setting up the feud with the, the other group of, of individuals that... You want to have a spooky, uh, spooky, uh, you know, Halloween themed something. We could do both, just like we're going to do the Nation and the Heart Foundation face mask. <laughs> oh boy, here we go! Just like you did both the Dungeon of Doom and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. We can do both. <laughs> we don't pick All sides right. here. All right, so 
His my number five. You have a number five. All right, my number five is uh, you're sticking with the Indies. I'm going to the uh, the majors, professional era. The majors. (laughs) Mine is uh, smart Mark Sterling. (laughs) No, (laughs) I had Becky Lynch last year. She has fallen off the list, but there is a woman wrestler on my list, and she is currently not wrestling. She's injured, but she is cutting my favorite promos on uh, AEW right now. She's rolling around in the. (laughs) <laughs> like the Pope mobile with like the gl- <laughs> fake uh, uh, security around her and she's right. talking Tony Schiavone every week I'm going with Britt Baker as my number five <laughs> DDS like yeah. <laughs> one you're just <laughs> saying that because you have dental people running through <laughs> your family <laughs> there's there's no sway from the outside yeah. Isaac, Isaac Yankum and Danielle did not sway my vote <laughs> Yeah, you have two dentists in your family. <laughs> That's not just, fair. She kills me. She's hilarious. She's like a straight up old school heel. Um, me and Aaron were talking about when uh, I forgot who it was uh, threw the like paper at her face, and she like act like it cut her nose, and she was like screaming, holding her nose. And yeah. Came back with like the face mask on, and she like will send notes to Shivani, and she's like was talking about uh how she hates the revival because they didn't say hi to her when they walked by. So they're on her shit list. <laughs> yeah. She's all right. She's funny. At first, like I, I, yeah, I didn't, when she first showed up, it was like, ah, it seems like, you know, she's just getting used to wrestling. Not, I don't know. I don't know how, was she on the Indies before? I don't know anything about her. She kind of uh, seemed like she bit. didn't really have much background or I don't know, but yeah, the past like run of quarantine show she's been hilarious like when she gave tony that coffee from then on it was like all right this is funny this works yeah that started with like the uh the one on the cruise right yeah i feel like that's the that was the first one where she was kind of talking shit to him so yeah she's been she's good she's got she's the vibe a- of an old school heel which i don't think there's many out there where you're just like she's like a coward but somehow finds a way to win, even though she's not wrestling. <laughs> but she somehow <laughs> finds a way to like put one over on someone, even though. Yeah, well, that's that's, that's acceptable. I'm not super into her, but that's fine. She's <laughs> she's acceptable. I'll, I'll acceptable. take it. That's what I go um, for on my list. I like to be just acceptable. Yeah, you're just just in the middle, <laughs> just above <laughs> average. It's funny that you have her at number five because I have a female at number four. And it's someone that I would never have ever thought I would have on this list. Oh, is it uh, going to be the one you used to not be a fan of? I, I Well, that could be a bunch of them because you called me a chauvinist. So. That is true. You were like, you should be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, my number four, I think I'm going with the role model, Bailey. Oh. Like, her, I was... Not anti her turning heel, but like it you just wasn't. You always should talk me for being a fan of her. Yeah, because she was stupid. <laughs> she was like, awesome. I'm no, glad you're finally was, on. Glad you finally was, saw the light. <laughs> she was stupid. Her little <laughs> men were stupid. She was not good. She was Speaking annoying. Side note, real quick. The little. Did you see her figure? Yes, yeah. The, like, <laughs> the, the deflated one. That's I didn't cool. understand. I thought it was like with the real one, and I'm like, why are they no, doing that? And then it's, it's from it's, when Kendo sticked it and popped it. That, that's funny. That's real cool. Uh, even like her as when she first turned, like it just it wasn't working. Like there was something weird about it. But I don't know. I feel like she's picked it up lately. Um, her promos are, are money. It's. 
I still fast forward through everything, so I can't blame her for that. But um, from what I do see, I can still do without Sasha. But uh, That's the one I thought you were going to pick because I know you didn't like Sasha. But I think we were both recently discussing with someone about how she's kind of like past couple of yeah. years, like turned the corner. We're like, all right, she is in like all the sweet matches. Yeah, we were, like, talking, we were selling Aaron on it. That like yeah, we, that's what it was. I, I'm not – oh, because we were saying that like there's a top four or five. And like you can't get past that, and he's like, "Well, he didn't think that she should be in that." Yeah. I'm like, "I don't agree with that, but she is." Like, we always used foreign... to reference that rumble where she was like kicking in the corner, like oh, no yeah. the person, and like that rumble yeah, no, just like I... solidified like how it didn't seem like it, we didn't get why people were into her, and then all of a sudden, yeah, she had a run of just badass matches. Yeah, she's all over the place with good matches, but it's yeah, there's something about her I don't like. But her promo still to me, yeah, don't really click. I don't know. But Bailey, she's yeah. she's sweet. I like it. She's Bailey two belts. Or whatever I seen she's uh, herself. I seen somewhere she mentioned that like she felt like she's uh, like coming to like a not coming to her own, but like got a new level to her with the empty arena. Saying like she's been able to like <laughs> shit talk people like like she commentates her own matches. Like yeah, says stuff like yeah. she's like I can be real loud and it all picks up. So she's like I've been able to like advance my character doing that thing. I was like that's funny. Oh, she- that's kind of cool. Well, she's the one person who's, yeah. If, if someone's got to do something with all this bullshit, because or, or you could just moan like you're having sex, like Edge and Randy Orton did. <laughs> <laughs> there's, I wish I could pinpoint it, but there's been some matches or some people, and I know like it was talked about right away that people were acting like there was still a crowd, and some people did it and it was funny, but some people did it and it was like it was super awkward. Right. But like there has been a couple lately where it's noticeable that they're like still, it, it's it's bad. It's just, they need to change it up, and I don't know what that is. But so I same with you. I haven't watched much WB outside that. I watch like the pay per views every month. That's about it. And unless like I randomly throw on we're all in the background if i'm working on something or whatever but their crowds to me don't work compared to aws i don't know maybe aw because it's outside the sound travels yeah. better because like it because you like is it because they're all up against the rail or because you know who they are and they're like getting in on the story like yeah, cabana when he got in know, you kind of know who people are in wb like it's training the, center people do you do you really know anyone? Can you name three of them that you've seen in the uh, crowd? There's the one woman's wrestler with the green hair. I know who she is. <laughs> yeah, her name used to be Lacey, right? Yeah. But they changed it because they had Lacey Evans. She's sweet, actually. I always see her. I've yeah. seen that like, Casey Catanzaro. But like other than those two, I it's not like you're just seeing uh, Dexter Loomis sitting out there or like Walter like in the crowd. It's just. <laughs> I don't but know. maybe it's I mean, maybe it also goes to like the way WWE cuts. To, they still cut to the crowd reactions, but they're cutting to like wrestlers yeah. in the crowd, right? And like they're wearing the merch, the people in the ring, and they're like That's doing bad. the That's chants like- and getting it. Like where AEW seems like they're just playing themselves in the crowd, and like the heels will cheer, you know, the bad guys and stuff. But it's not like cheesy it's funny. over the top, yeah. It, it's it's funny because it's what we watch. It's almost like a TNT episode. Like yeah. MJF is out it's there gambling, natural. and yeah, they're just there's a heel side and a face side, and they're just talking shit and they're interjecting. But like, yeah, watching the the WWE ones, it's like a bad video game where like, yeah. oh, if you're Lesnar, you look out in the crowd and like the people have the F5 T-shirts. <laughs> 
<laughs> like it's just generic ass it, shit. It, it definitely feels like they brought all the trainees in, said, "Here's a box of merch, grab a tea," and like you need to do these chants during these matches. You need to make sure you know you're reacting to this. Like it felt like they were like everything there. It's like this is exactly what you need to do. Follow this script. Like yeah. like we're AEW is natural. Like hey, you're bad guys. You know, cheer the bad guys. You're good guys. Cheer the good guys. Whatever you know. Just be yourselves then, your characters were. Yeah. It just yeah, it just feels forced and like they being inside and cutting to them and like as loud as you hear their chants and stuff, it's distracting to me. I don't Yeah, it's bad. It feels Although, real real weird. To to jump onto uh, the GCW that I watched this week, I don't know if it was the sound, because they had a crowd and I'd say there's maybe I don't know. It's hard to say. Maybe like 200 people out there and they were all spread out. Maybe the sound on the pay-per-view was bad, but like there was a lot of huge moves with zero reaction. It was almost like it was empty arena. And like, I hope that it wasn't like that in person. I hope that Mm -hmm. was just like poorly mic'd because like we talked about this off air that like KG was doing the announcing and like, I, it's usually good. Like, I don't mind his his announcing so much, but, like, there were some points where it was just, like, a huge move, and he was, like, super monotone about it, and there was zero crowd noise. And I'm like, yeah. what is, like, the sound off, or, like, what's going on? So, like, that was a little distracting, but I'm sure in person that was way different, you know? And uh, people were that's one thing I will say in AEW is they've had a lot of debuts recently, and the debuts kind of fall flat with... The crowd works for the matches. You kind of like get enough noise to mm-hmm. forget it's an empty arena. But then when like Matt Cardona debuted, it was like, oh, that's cool. But then I'm like, it was missing something. Like, oh, it's missing like the crowd like losing their minds during it. Like yeah, like it, Matt Hardy did, too was real weird. Like everyone who debuted for Impact last week. <laughs> Actually, I, I found out I could watch that on Twitch, so I watched the episode before Slamiversary. So no, oh, nice. I need to go back and watch that, and then randomly on their twitch channel they just play old shows like there was like a 2005 pay-per-view randomly playing on there the other night that's sweet i can't get twitch to work i feel like i'm an old man like i understand it but like when i go to like watch something like on the channels there's just nothing there i'm like what's going on (laughs) it's it's a pain to navigate like like i found like it'll have old stuff on there you can watch so there's randomly old shows and then it uh, looks like the weekly show is like a few days behind so like when it's live on tv you need to wait like a half week or whatever for it to show up on Twitch to watch on demand. But like the fast forward kind of sucks. And like during commercial breaks, they have someone just like talking like, <laughs> like, you uh, I don't know who she is, which is, I couldn't really hear what she was saying. Cause I was kind of fast forwarding and trying to hit just stuff. Cause I'm like, I can't watch another two hour yeah. wrestling show. Yeah. Just yeah try to see the if there's anything point. funny on here, but like, yeah, navigating it was kind of a pain, but maybe on the I computer got, it's better. Like on my phone, it's, that's awful. So. Yeah. I was using the, uh, uh, fire stick so it's got a remote it's not bad but well we yeah. went off on a tangent on that one <laughs> yeah who was your <laughs> this was about Bailey <laughs> this was about Bailey so she's That's my number I thought four we, we kind of get to touch on uh, modern wrestling uh, yeah, with, uh, yeah all this is gonna drag us into other things we should have just we should start with the, with the five count one of these days <laughs> just go right in yeah you never know you gotta switch it up a little bit in season two so yeah, Bailey's my number four. I'm sure okay. you have a fantastic number four coming up. My number, my number four is another person from the E. And so as obvious, we don't watch much of it, so it's kind of hard for me to <laughs> describe why I like this person. But we all love this person. 
we all can't wait for this person to cash in and win the world title <laughs> and become Otis All Belts. Number four, Otis, man. He's the best thing going on WWE. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's the best thing going, and he hasn't been on TV since <laughs> the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. That's, I still love him because anything I catch of him in gift form or uh, – I'm trying to think of yeah, money, the, the actual Money in the Bank. I'm running through, and he stops like catering. And he's like, eating yeah. the ham and shit. And, yeah, there's all the little funny things he does. And the pool. The pool <laughs> one the was pool funny. That um, has not done shit since. Which is uh, insane that you give him the money in the bank and you know people like him. And I, I was saying, just have him jump into the lake, the, dive, to the bottom, yep. dive, dive to the bottom and pin Braun Strowman because no one gives a fuck <laughs> about Braun Strowman right now. Get the belt off him. Get the Otis. Yeah, we can talk about that later. But God, that paper, whatever, extreme rules. Oh, Jesus Christ. That match was like, going, I felt like it kept, hitting a point like all right now it's gonna make sense now it's gonna be cool like i liked uh alexa bliss coming as like the vision of uh yeah abigail like his, and talking to him like oh that's see, cool cool callback it kind of makes sense and yeah. when you pop her out of the water I'm like okay this wasn't the end there's gonna be something else and then it just kind of still ended like that yeah, was weird uh i i hope well okay i know that everyone has gotten progressively worse so i hope <laughs> They don't like pull the plug, and they let something like come back, or they just they're, let it breathe. Like it's, I don't know if they're, they're overthinking trying. it now. Which, I mean, they definitely put enough thought into it for the first couple, but yeah, this one just for some reason didn't work for me. No, and the fucking eye match didn't work either. <laughs> the, the, the the match wasn't bad, but I like, I wanted, I really thought it was going to be a cinematic. Well, that's eyeball. the problem. When like, you're going to rip someone's eyeball out, don't have like a normal wrestling match and then at the last minute, like pull his eye out and try to hide it. Like, <laughs> if you're going to pull his eye out, rip his fucking eyeball out, have blood all over his hands, have him eat it or yeah. something. Like, go all yeah, in. <laughs> dangling, look out of his mask. Yeah, when you're ripping someone's eyeball out, rip an eyeball out. Don't hide it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to make that, it like a horror movie. They call it the horror show for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> There was nothing horror about it other than I enjoyed the color scheme. It was very nice Halloween <laughs> colors, but very, very spooky. Very spooky. Very evil. <sighs> um, yeah. All but right. yeah, to me, so, Otis is still hilarious. He's still the man. He's one thing I want to tune into to watch, even though he's not, like you said, not on. But yeah, I'm gonna still but, keep him on my, on my list. That's why you're not watching because he's not on there. He's one of the uh, non-classic figures I want to buy. <laughs> <laughs> With that stupid ass belt or whatever sign that he has. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that in stores either. Man, we'll get into that in a figure episode here when Andrew's life uh, gets straightened out because he's moving and doing a bunch of stuff. But uh, I meant to yeah, run we'll, to a Walmart again today because they were empty last time I was there and see if they have a uh, Rude or Blassy. <laughs> I haven't seen shit. I saw one. I seen, right seen Big Viss and I almost bought him. <laughs> I'll keep you up to date if I find anything. I'm trying to think the next time I have to go out to a Target. When you sent me, you found Wendy Ricker. I'm like, maybe, I don't know. (laughs) She was on TNT. Now I need to get her. (laughs) All right, next time I go down there. It was the one in, uh, it was down river. So I'll I'll let you know when I'm down there again. I feel like she's one that you could find down the line, just like below face value, you know? Yeah, you'll find her in an all-women's claim sale. Yeah, <laughs> like your Lundra Blaze, I got below face value. I think I could get her below face value. All right, so... <laughs> On to number three. Three, someone who is above face value. Uh, this person, 
has always been on my lists. Um, but right now, he is uh, the man. He's always reinventing himself. He's never going to go off the list. And I have another conversation here after the point with him. Uh, I'm going Y2J. I just wrote that because I was lazy <laughs> to write it up. Uh, I'm going Chris Jericho, the okay. pain maker. The, what's his new name? The, he's got another pain nickname. maker. He's got a new one. Uh, uh, a demigod. Demogod. Yeah, tem- something, tem- something. Demogod. He's the man. Like, uh, every, I feel like every match he's had since, I don't know, like when he came back to New Japan, he had like six matches there. Yeah. He's had a handful of matches at AEW, obviously, but like nonstop. Every match has been good. It's different. It's commentary is spectacular yeah uh, talk about a whole new level of just being yeah. awesome on his resume he's got a sweet new figure <laughs> available now he, um, he wears that jacket stained in orange juice every week still like it's a <laughs> eugene's jacket with paint <laughs> yes he does uh taz said he was jealous of it, because it, was <laughs> it <didn't see> <laughs> um but yeah i mean jericho is the man um so what i just listened to i think it was on Bischoff's podcast, someone was bringing up, like, when do we admit that he is on, like, the quote-unquote Mount Rushmore? Like, yeah, obviously, obviously you have, like... Running off his recent stuff, I'm like, he's putting up a good fight for being, yeah, one of the those top five of all time. And we have a list that, that may be an episode here in the future. Uh, our eras and our uh, lists of Mount Rushmores, if you will, but, like, obviously you have Rock, Hogan, Austin flare like that line but like how much further down is jericho like yeah he's, he's not him. a ton right i mean he's got i don't remember if you put him on your uh original spreadsheet when we were talking about that but he is not yeah, much tears. further down yeah like i mean without getting into it I, i'd say you get like taker savage like but then yeah. after that like how is he not right there how is he not a top 10 if not I, top seven I, or eight I put him. I put him on like the Taker Savage level. Taker and Savage have, I feel like, past half a decade, they've gotten more because it seems like wrestling got more pop culture accepted. So like people like Macho and Undertaker are like more crossover than you know they were ten years ago. But yeah, I feel like Jericho is just like sliding into that bracket as well too. Like yeah, it's... except there's obviously Hogan, Austin, Rock, Cena. Those four. Yeah, are like, yeah. yeah. They're like A-level celebrities, Macho, and uh, Taker right below that. It's hard to say Jericho isn't like putting himself right in that level now. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't argue it. It's and Flair so good for Flair on my, my yeah. second level. <laughs> yeah, Flair's definitely in there. But I mean, you could argue other people randomly, but there's not not a ton. No, like if any, like he's he. I'd say he's above Angle. He's above. Real, yeah. I mean, Michaels, Michaels is up there, but it's it's tough. He's it hel- definitely at top ten. <clears throat> it helps he's on cable TV again, where people could flip through the channels and you know land on him. You know? Yeah, you would think the longer he stuck around, the worse. Like you're dragging your legacy down, but he's really not. He's no, like you say, he reinvented himself. He's funny, like. That's the thing is we, we always use my uh, Aaron's dad as a measuring stick when it comes to wrestling to like putting on certain levels like that. So like 
his dad was something through the channels and he stopped on Jericho doing commentary. He'd be dying laughing, cracking up. He'd watch that. Or if he yeah. flipped their channels, then Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart or Angle are putting on a five-star match. He might watch it for a little bit, but he's not going to give a shit, really. I think that's what you kind of add towards yeah. your, uh, your ranking wrestlers on like multiple levels of not just, oh, this guy's awesome in the ring. Like, yeah, Brian Danielson's awesome in the ring, but you're not going to get him anywhere near the those first two levels, you know? Yeah, although you put him on one of your – you put him and Punk on your list. He was, he was pushing it. He was uh, yeah, he was making no, I, I mean, you had all I of know, MSU I'm doing not, the <laughs> – I know. I'm not arguing yeah. that. I, I'm for it, that. It fell I'm, off fast. <laughs> oh, well, because he's feuding with Drew Gulak or whatever the fuck he's doing now. That's As, as just a pure wrestling fan, you're going to put him you know, in your top ten, but when you just got to – well, that'll be another episode. We rake wrestlers yeah. on just – crossover appeal what makes them that'll go that'll be a throwback to the we both have different rules for the same list (laughs) and then we'll argue about that for two hours we still have different rules for the hall of fame for some reason icp is not in here so (laughs) regis philbin better be in there this year there's the class icp and regis philbin (laughs) and and the bellas (laughs) i'm still wondering does last year's class get an induction (laughs) do those guys just do they get a plaque in the mail they don't get to yeah, I don't speech. know. Is there, their ring is uh, held up in China <laughs> with your pins and uh, the, the Cody's TNT belt. <laughs> Maybe they'll do it at SummerSlam if they do a SummerSlam. They should we'll have do it from their homes. Can you imagine Bradshaw sauced up in his house doing the speech? <laughs> yeah, they missed the boat on that one. That would have been fantastic. But maybe next year. Maybe. Or whenever, if wrestling's even back by then. When's AEW going to have a Hall of Fame? <laughs> I heard there was a rumor that they're going to announce uh, like Hasbro-style figures at Comic-Con. That was like oh, floating Jesus. around. I thought, I'm like, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. I may have to get that Jericho one with the jacket. It's kind of sweet. That's like, not the one in the, in the so he's, bottle, is it? He's got the champagne bottle, he's got the normal figure, and he's got a chase. Okay, I don't chase think it's the jacket. Ch- I don't think it is. I think the one I like is the regular one. Yeah. So I locked out on that one. I may get that. The uh, the only (laughs) AEW one I'd maybe get is that Orange Cassidy. (laughs) He could put his hands in his pocket. That's so cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. Their figures do look cool. I just I can't go down that road. Yeah, because then I'd have to get like uh, the Jacksons, and then you got to pose them, and then you got to get. Yeah, the box was really cool. Yeah, it's. I never even got their LJNs, which is good. No. I got to stick to my rules. You know, I got strict rules on what I yeah. purchase. <laughs> we'll, we'll post your rules. And we'll post all your texts about how you break your rules constantly. <laughs> I have to justify it to Andrew. Yeah, th- that'll be the entire figure episode is just going through your rules. So. Me and Andrew discussing what we put as rules and you aiming us on to buy more. <laughs> Should I get this one? Yeah, sure. Get it. Yeah, fuck it. That's $40. That's a good deal. Got it. Yeah, you somehow just have two Mattels, and you keep telling us to expand our collections. Uh, I have two Mattels, and I have two Retros. Thank you very much. <laughs> two Retros. And I, and I have a Pop, too. I have a couple Pops. So I'm, <laughs> I'm in there. I'm in it to you, win it. You need to go buy all them carded LGN Bendies. Bendies, yeah. Fuck. I almost bought that lot of like 13 of them. It would have been <laughs> sweet, but it just got too high. We have a we have a rowdy piper around the house that Ivan plays with. He could hmm. try to try to fig bath him up and fix him up. <laughs> I really do. I have a good idea for something I want to start collecting, and it's fairly cheap and easy to do. And 
it's not wrestling related. I'll give you that clue, but it's that's not nonsense. your shelving uh, discussion. Yeah, you yeah. Uh, it's I wonder, what is it? Figure. I'm, I will, can you break the news? I'm my my shelving idea. You're the master um, of teasing something that I'm like, wait, what yeah. is it? I'm so curious. Um, <clears throat> and we were just talking about it, me and my wife, right before we started talking. So in the middle of our basement, it's like broken into two rooms, and there's like a heat duct that goes Mm -hmm. through and they like they covered it so it looks just like a notch in the ceiling that comes down but like the other side faces like my office so Mm -hmm. i was gonna put a shelf on the bottom of that so that it's like so you can't see it like from the living room if we had like a legitimate family event but if i'm in the office they're like right above me um the only problem is going to be I we don't know how deep that is, so I don't want to be <laughs> nailing the shelving unit into the into the right. heating duct. But it's like a perfect straight line, like right above my desk. So, okay. um, but I have an idea of what I want to fill it with. So we'll we'll save that for a, a rainy day. But <laughs> we already measured it out. She like she's like, oh, how how tall is it? Da da da. It's so funny. She figured it was like seven inches tall. I think I have enough room. And she went to my great collie figure. Huh? <laughs> she's like, because I have him standing with his hands straight up in the air. And she's like, well, he won't fit like that. <laughs> so he'll have to be uh, like Frankenstein. He won't be able to be a uh, collie for the gold. But so you're you're collecting late 2000 SmackDown figures is what you're telling you should, me. You should see the random Jack. Oh, I wish I could walk over there right now. The random <laughs> Jacks figures I have all together. I have, I have Kali, Trevor Murdoch, <laughs> Deuce and Domino, Colin Delaney. I think, uh, Kennedy with the ladder and the money in the bank, a random Cena and like a couple CM punks. Uh, and I have all five of the Spirit Squad. That's definitely late 2000s SmackDown. You need, you need a Teddy Long in the middle of all that. You've got to get an Undertaker. <laughs> Do I need to take back the Undertaker? The <laughs> gone on winning a road trip? That's 90, like 94 Undertaker. you got to get, yeah, 07 oh. Undertaker, you yeah. know. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's my like <laughs> That's my random collection of <laughs> Jack's figures. So You need to upgrade. <sighs> yeah, well... Now that I've like went full on on the Mattels, I kind of want to sell off the classics because the Mattels look that good. No, oh, no, <laughs> don't do it. <sighs> that that well, new razor is real sweet. <laughs> this this all deteriorated from our Chris Jericho <laughs> pick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is about Chris Jericho. <laughs> hey, what about Chris Jericho? Well, he's got a well, sweet figure. So I could do my number three, who I thought you were talking about. All right, you're number three. Yeah, so I thought we were going to agree on this because you said someone that's always on your list. Someone who's the man right now, someone who's cutting sweet promos, tearing it up, and now yeah. just made a appearance on network TV. Hopefully, he's going to get signed. All right, we're jumping. We're, we're grouping <laughs> those together. He's my number two, so we're yeah, just so, jumping right. So we into did that. wind up collaborating here for a second. Yeah, uh, he should have been. I, I was going to put him as my number one, but I don't watch him enough yeah. to put him higher. But like the few promos in the past like month. They've been able to watch on <laughs> online have been awesome. It's fucking man. Like he never should have not been on my list before. He should always be we, on the list. I think we didn't. We, we don't put him on our list enough 
because we don't watch them. Now, you know, indies, you're not catching them all the time. Yeah. Now, now it's more easy to find people and stuff. But yeah, whenever you do get a run of watching current Eddie Kingston, he's Eddie been, Aaron, it's, yeah. it's awesome. He's been the fucking man forever, forever. Like it's been 10, 15 years and he's been the man. Right. Uh, he was sweet in CZW, all of his feuds with hero, um, everything he's done like nonstop. And yeah, I, I wrote my list before he showed up on AEW a couple of weeks ago. And mm-hmm. as that happened, I'm like, shit, now it's going to look <laughs> like I put it just because of that. But that just solidified it. Like that almost that pushed him to my number so one. fucking good when he came out oh. on Cody. Yeah. His, uh, the one afterwards online was real sweet too. He can go in the ring, but like he doesn't just want to be the, the mic guy, but that is fucking his strong suit. You know, uh, it's his so one, real. Like when you talk about reality wrestling, reality. Yeah. Wrestling. He is like his, the epitome of like reality when he talks. It's so, so good. Like, I think I made a, someone was talking about it online. Everyone was talking about it online that day. And just a quick list of like some of my favorites were both of those in AEW, the NWA one where he was talking about homicide. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a good one for Chikara um, about Shane Storm, where he's talking like how he like he looks himself in the mirror every day and he doesn't want to live. Like the, just every promo that he has is fucking like if you don't feel it, then you're you're dead. Like you're that dead recent, inside. Recent one where he was calling out Cody before it was at that. What was it? I forgot that it's a promotion that had like the chain ropes. Oh yeah, where he called out a couple people. Yeah. Yeah. A handful of people when he was calling yeah, calling out Cody for uh open challenge. And then mm-hmm. perfect like the open challenge has been perfect the way they've done it recently with indie dudes and bringing people in and he doesn't like he wins. You know, of course Cody's gonna win, but he wins in a way that kind of puts over the people, which you know you always want to do it seems, but yeah. I feel like they've done it well every time. Like look it's it was kinda- Eddie was Eddie Kingston's knee was injured, you know, and you're like, Oh yeah. man, he would have Maybe one if it wasn't. You suspend disbelief in that part. It's good. It's kind of, it's funny that I read something, probably fucking your boy, Will Mahoney, (laughs) who shits on everything (laughs) AEW. That was like, it's funny that they're bringing in all the top indie guys and burying them. See, I I didn't think it came across that way. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. Because like, God forbid, if Triple H did that, everyone would be on their ass. They're like, you're just bringing in every champion and then making every Fed look like shit. But, <laughs> I don't but know. Yeah, I, I feel like I that's guess, always so overblown. Even the the people on their roster, I felt like when uh, Joey Janela's partner, uh, Sonny Kiss, Sonny Kiss, that match, like I felt like it ended well. We were like, all right, kind of give him a rub. Yeah, I guess the other argument is maybe like he should be beating people quick, and then when someone takes him to the limit, it like means more. But mm. like when he does it to everyone, it's kind of Sprink- the same. Yeah, sprinkling more, more squash matches. Yeah, but then yeah, you know, who are you going to do that? You're not just going to bring someone in to like totally right. bury him like that. Yeah, it's so. been a run of like it was Sunny Kiss, Ricky Starks. Uh, Kingston and Warhorse, so it's like, yeah, yeah you bring a Dan House in next week. Like, oh, can man. you do that? Can you do that consistently every week? Maybe not, but I feel and like so far all, all of them have worked. And who's gonna beat them? Like, it's got to be someone AEW, right? That's I think it'd be kind of cool be. to have someone come in that you you know signed and didn't you know make it a, an announce signing. Like, oh, it's an indie guy, he wins the belt, and then he's you know was signed all along. Like RSP, be a cool way to do it. 
Fucking Ricky Shane Page beating him. Chris Hero. Oh, man. <laughs> he's uh, past his prime, right? He's kind of no, done being consistently like that, right? No. <laughs> you stop that right now. Uh, or are they just going to have Cardona turn on him? That, I mean, they already did that, though, with MJF. You can't do it again, right? <laughs> now we're going totally off the rails. Um, <laughs> unless you want to make him the second most gullible asshole wrestler ever. <laughs> He just becomes the new Sting. <laughs> Every partner he has turns on him. That's actually a funny gimmick. <laughs> I mean, that's I keep waiting st- for Arn Anderson to turn on him. Like, why is Arn his boy? Arn should, Arn should have turned on him a long time ago, right? Or maybe it's mm. even better. It's a slow build, and he's about to win the title or something. Arn, because Arn has to. Why oh, Arn's going to win help? the title? <laughs> is that yes. what he just said? <laughs> well, why is Arn helping a Rhodes? That shouldn't be right. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Arn should why, break his arm and door. So it should happen, right? Yeah. Why is he feuding with Tully? Like, why aren't those two together? <laughs> Tully always cracks me up. He's just sitting in the crowd, like taking notes. Yeah. Like, what is he taking notes on? <laughs> well, putting, he's, he's putting in his carryout or Uber Eats order that night on his phone. Is what he's doing? Um, are they drop a, uh, drop a six pack off and a pizza for me? <laughs> Like, aren't, aren't they still teasing a Four Horsemen? I don't even know who they're teasing anymore. Is it going to be yeah. the Revival and uh, Spears? And they're looking for a fourth? Like, is he still, like, scouting someone to be Sean Spears' partner? I, mean, I, I don't know. We all we all know the obvious choice. Who should be the fourth, right? Uh, I don't know. Who do you think should be the fourth? Call Mongo up. Bring him back. He's probably <laughs> right. still go. <laughs> all right. Anyways, <laughs> this is going longer than expected for reasons like that. <laughs> <sighs> So, yeah, your number three was Eddie Kingston. Yeah, My number two, number two was Eddie Kingston. It should have been number one. but We're talking about AEW Eddie Kingston. I, I thought for sure he was going to be signed the way everyone was like going about how he has to be signed. And just kind of like got quiet. But I'm like, their gimmick is everyone has a legend like uh, manager, it seems. Can you imagine Eddie Kingston with Terry Funk out there? Oh, yeah, good Lord. Oh, man. What if, what if Stan Hansen brought him out? <laughs> Stan Hansen's just like a friendly old grandpa now. Yeah. He doesn't still... look intimidating and scary anymore. Yeah, but what if he just wrecked someone with a lariat? Oh, man. Can you imagine yeah, Stan Hansen lariating uh, Arn Hansen? <laughs> Can we get Arn and Hansen at uh, Double or Nothing? <laughs> I'll drive to All Out right now. <laughs> I've seen <sighs> someone, there was a thread of a Arn Anderson DDT gifts. Oh, yeah. He, I just... he quoted and said, don't think I still can't do it or something. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't happening. I love Arn. Yeah, they're all good. They they make good use of all their legends, if you will. Yeah, them and Jake and Tully. Drake Roberts is great. Uh, and then who? Vicky Guerrero showed up. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> didn't they just sign the fucking the girl who used to be Naomi's partner in the Funkadactyls? Yeah, didn't like, she debut this week? Yeah, and like everyone's like, what? <laughs> like, you know, what? What's going on? That's the name you didn't expect. But. No. That's fine. And how about the creepy demon chick they have that's always on dark? She's she's on the main show once or twice, but yeah, she's terrifying. But she's not Rosemary, so that's no. But matter. she's really scary looking. Yeah, Jim Ross. That. Jim Ross is making it real funny. He's like, man, there's something wrong with that girl. <laughs> Her eyes are very scary. Yeah. Very I don't, I'm not super fam- <laughs> not super familiar with her. I just kind of saw her and I'm like, oh, that's no, whatever. yeah, it was uncomfortable. It looked like something out of a horror movie. All right, I gotta like 
like Steve-O popping in a blank tape and Samara <laughs> from the ring crawling out. <sighs> One more thing about AEW. I don't watch Dark, but I enjoy the ticker showing me the guys who beat jobbers on Dark. <laughs> I don't know why. That like adds to like yeah building those characters of like because they get their you know win count up. Yeah, I, I, I like seeing the ticker on the who ticker. won their job or squash matches. Reminds me of like looking at old PWIs of house shows or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's the only way you're going to see who uh, Jimmy Havoc wrestled. Pineapple <laughs> uh, Pete. Did Jimmy Havoc, is he on our shit list? Did he do something stupid too? I thought his name popped up on there. I think everyone's name popped up on there. Everyone from England did, yeah. Yeah, sorry Jimmy Havoc. I don't mean to <laughs> disparage your good name. He's a deathmatch guy though, so I'll watch him. <laughs> that makes it okay. <laughs> that makes it okay. You can be you can be a creepy fuck if you're a deathmatch wrestler. I didn't say you can be. I said I'll still watch your matches. <laughs> that makes no sense. You still watch Chris Benoit matches. Yeah. Oh, anyways. Anyways. All right. So you're uh, we've gushed over Eddie Kingston forever. So you're back to your number two. Oh God, my number two. Uh, yeah, although I already forgot your number three. Oh, no, Kingston was your number three. Yeah. So now, yeah, Kingston was my number two, so now you're to your number two. Oh, hold on. Did, did you forget? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll just sit here and talk about more Eddie Kingston promos. Uh, if you want to see more Eddie Kingston, go follow us on uh, Twitter or Instagram and find our link to the Wrestling Travel website where we talked about our five matches that you need to watch in quarantine and we had an eddie kingston match we had a couple promos in there uh just shows that we've been on the kingston bandwagon forever uh, <laughs> if you follow me on my personal twitter you see a picture of me cheering for eddie kingston at the tpi 2004 and him giving me a dirty look so that that picture's out there um were you with me or was it Rhino? When, no, it was me and you when we were the TPI like 08 or 09 and he was a surprise person. The, and the we headbutt were, match with yeah, Hero? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that was the year before. That was the quack year. The year where he was a surprise was where we were in the hotel and he was like behind us in line and we're like, oh, I guess he's in the TPI. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of when him and Hero did that uh, extra match. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they like both lost their first round. I think that was the, the quack year. Yeah, the headbutt match. It's real sweet. So get out there, watch Eddie Kingston stuff. Uh, read our nonsense with Wrestling Travel, who may be sponsoring a, uh, an episode here coming up. Or oh yeah, very special episode. Well, they helped us with our. Oh, true. Yeah. So you need to get him on an episode. Figure out yeah. the cross time. Yeah, he's from England, right? Yes. Are we allowed to like him? Is, is he a creep? <laughs> I don't you, think he's a creep. Excuse me, sir. Are you a creep? You You're from England. You're creepy? Yeah, I'm just kidding. He's not creepy. I, we like those I, re- guys. I remembered who my one and two was, by the way. Okay. Well, then we're on Chris's number two. <laughs> I thought my number two was my number one, but we'll get to who my number one is. That so number sense. two, stick. We're, we're discussing AEW recently, just uh, before I lost my... Train of thought. So I'll continue with AEW. And this guy's becoming a main eventer. He's feuding with your number three. I think he's going to get a big push, going to get the world title maybe. We're going with Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I love him. The best. I, I'm trying to think. I found out about him before StarCast Weekend, but seeing him live against <laughs> Gangrel, Gangrel and StarCast. Yeah. 
was like seeing Hogan and Warrior at WrestleMania. It was <laughs> it was awesome. The crowd was going nuts, and I was nervous it wasn't going to work weekly on AEW. But so far, they've pulled it off. Where he could still be the lethargic. Uh, I don't care. Like. <laughs> like yeah, doing the stupid kicks and stuff because like it works when you see him one off an indie show. But you're like, all right, he's on every week, and it was it was working where they just had him like popping up in the background, you know. Yeah, but they definitely he's, slow he's burn with Jericho. Though. You're like, all right, he's he's like one of their top guys for the moment. How's that going to work? But so far, it has. Um, yeah, dropping the orange from the ceiling was funny, even though it's like, all right, that's weird that that's a thing in wrestling, like dropping stuff from the ceiling, but. That kind of worked. The fighting all over the arena was cool. His ear got all bloody and he was wearing the shirt again the next week. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. But yeah, next week they're supposed to have a debate, which would be great if he doesn't say a word. I mean, I imagine he's not going to. So. <laughs> yeah, the, we need a top five debates on wrestling history. Yeah. <laughs> I always enjoyed the Heyman Jerry Lawler one. Yeah. I <laughs> My era was the Ken Patera Bobby Heenan one. <laughs> about why he should have visited him when he was in jail. I enjoyed the legit where they just let Foley and JBL debate like a real presidential debate. election for real. I should do that now. <laughs> you should come to my work and do that with people who come in the door. Me and Dale will do it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that would end in violence. That would not end well for you. No. <laughs> yeah, Orange Cassidy's good. He's uh. I wouldn't say they got lucky, but yeah, they definitely stretched that out. They could have burned that out real quick, and they didn't. So, um, Yeah, something like we talked about WWE having a, the NXT characters built for NWA and not and not working on WWF level. Like going mm-hmm. from you're just a wrestler to now you have to be a character on TV. You know, you're taking guys and changing the character, and it's not working. Where AEW took a character that's super unique and didn't blow it somehow. I thought for sure. <laughs> I thought for sure they would do that, but it's it's translated. It works. Yeah, hopefully didn't, it keeps going. He wrestled Pac at a pay per view, didn't he? Like yeah. that was a real sweet match. Like he's that he's was kind of like what broke him out. Is seemed like he got super popular, you know, and they yeah. put him with Jericho after that. Because before he, he was just kind of the dude, you know, opening match or hanging out with the the best, best friends. friends who are also sweet. Yeah, big fan of them. You know what I've enjoyed, and I, I'll put it on my just outside Coca Cabana's run with uh, the Dark Order. The Dark Order, <laughs> the Dark Order, yeah. to me like never fully worked, but Cabana with them has been perfect. I thought, I feel like, yeah, they're they're, they're sweet. I, I don't hate on them. Uh, they like let him win. He's like all excited, like oh, this is kind of fun. I like winning. <laughs> <laughs> like I, it's funny that they're falling off, and it's more him and uh, uh, Brody Lee. But fucking if they let. Grayson and Uno wrestle like those two are sweet, but they just haven't gotten to that point where they let those two go balls out. Yeah, so. I don't really know that either of those guys will. Yeah, no, they're a good team. They just I don't know why they're kind of I on the back burner. I think they're number one in the rankings. I did see that on Twitter. They hmm. do they do those rankings. I'm like, how are those guys that high? I never see them wrestle. Well, maybe they're winning on dark, and you're missing. Carrying up on dark, yeah, beating uh, Pineapple Pete. <laughs> They're beating uh, Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss, or <laughs> Kip Sabian and whoever his shithead partner Did you see is. the Janela Kiss uh, promo or, or a vignette where they beat up the people at the gas station? Yes, I did. <laughs> that just was see real that. random. 
That makes me think, like, that's very Janela-like, like, his promos. I wonder if they just let him yeah, do dude. that. Because yeah, it wasn't... It felt, it felt like a spring break promo. Yeah, which are all real sweet. Talking yeah. about another person who does great promos. Was it a... Yeah, put him just outside. Yeah, he's, he's sweet. Uh, he had... He had a real sweet match uh, this weekend with um, Leo Rush. They came. Oh yeah. Debuted. Well, first he won the DDT, uh, <laughs> you know, title, the whatever you call it, the never open Iron Man heavy champion. Iron, yeah, yeah, heavy metal championship, whatever the hell. And then uh, Leo Rush the next night. So he had a he had a nice little indie weekend. I almost ordered that one to see him uh, for the DDT title. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Good match. It's cool they're letting him do both because, yeah. Yeah, I'm shocked. Especially he's like, the, the, he's like the man in GCW and then he's just like a low car guy in AW, but it's working. Did you see him jump off the fucking ladder? The yeah. gif of that? Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe Tony Khan's like, what are we letting this asshole do? <laughs> That's why you can't push him on the show in case he kills himself on the Indies. And because he's on random podcasts saying that Hall of Fames are, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Based, based on Nazism. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, you're number two, Orange Cassidy. Not bad, not bad. So, uh, if we're going to recap here, uh, as I go to my number one, uh, my number five was RSP, and I went with two belts, Bailey, Chris Jericho, and number two, Eddie Kingston. Last of a dying breed. Mad King. <laughs> who you can buy his shirt designed by you on uh, a certain big wrestling not, t-shirt website. Not as cool as the uh, the one dude who just, I can't think of his name, guy I follow on Twitter who does a lot of shirts, illustrations. He did a sweet one of the Mad King with him. With like I think I just on. saw that, yeah. Yeah, that's a cool one. So don't buy Chris's shirt, buy that one. That's what you're saying. <laughs> I, would, I would buy that one myself over mine. Mine was, <laughs> mine's outdated. It's a few years ago. That's still good. It's still... Uh, represents that era <laughs> um so my number one again i don't know how this isn't oh this should always be my number one him and kingston are always forever going to be my one and two <laughs> his last match withstanding because it was terrible but going back even the past couple of years number one with a bullet never changing bray wyatt how is <laughs> Maybe not his matches, but like his character and his thought process and what he puts out there. It's fucking, it's insane how good it is. And this is even without the match with Cena or, you know, any of that stuff. Like just his character development and his, his movements in the ring, just everything is A plus, number one. I, I, I don't know how you can watch him and not fully get into his character, you know? Um, well, even watching we'll some of the re- old stuff. We'll do my it, recap after, so we'll just uh, put my number uh-oh. one here now because it's also Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, he's the fucking man. He's awesome. Everything he does is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. That, that sums it up right there. Like, yeah, the, the, the Swamp match was talking. I can do without that. But, like, but like the idea behind it was cool and, like, yeah. it had elements that are cool. And what his character is doing is still awesome, you know? Even going back, like, I feel like I've gone back a couple of years and watched SummerSlams and Manias and stuff. So, like, not even, like, the Fiend era. Like, I'm even going before that. Oh, yeah. You know, like, just think what could have 
been with his original match with Cena or his match with Taker or his matches with uh, Finn Balor. Like, he's awesome in the ring. That's not even, like, a part of it, though. It's like... Yeah, you don't even need any of that. Everything no, else is that good that... Yeah. He could be Hogan, Hogan Big Boot. That's all he needs because everything <laughs> else is that good. Yeah, how is he not... He should be the man. I guess he is the man now, but like... Yeah, now they finally, they finally didn't blow it, you know, because... That Cena feud was so awesome. How the little kids came out singing, like yeah, perfect. Ugh. And then they kind of just fizzled out, and they, which in the end was for the better because his character now is amazing. Yeah, which he again, like we don't know what's going on. We're not writers. We're not any of that shit. But like, I'd like to think that they fucked him, and then like he came back years later and used that in his new character. You know, like in that Mania match right. was like making the best of what they gave him and yeah you're never going to get that awesome mania match without everything that happened leading up to it no Cena was no the perfect perfect thing you know for that yeah it's i, I wish i had more instances of you know examples but yeah everything he does has a purpose um it's fucking man like you said <laughs> it's <laughs> that's crazy that we both have number one that's funny that was it's so it's unplanned. so different too like WB's many times is uh it just feels like you're watching the same thing every week, you know. Like everyone's a good wrestler, everyone's character is just kind of there, and then he just came out with this thing that's so off the wall and so different. Yeah, it made you stop a one and watch it. <laughs> yeah, talking about something that when I'm fast forwarding, that's the first thing I stop on. Like when's the last time you watch wrestling and you hear you hear that Firefly Funhouse song start playing? And you're like, oh shit, this is gonna be cool. I don't know what it's gonna be, but it's gonna be something yeah. cool. I mean, it's almost like the Austin glass break. It's not as big as that, you know, but it's something you hear and you instantly like are triggered to a reaction where Lesnar's theme even kind of gives you that sometimes when it's a yeah. big match and Lesnar's about to come out. You're like, oh shit, he's about to punch someone in the head. Are you are you getting uh, both Bray Wyatt figures now? The, uh, or is that outside your, your list, your rules? The, the puppets are real cool in that package, but that, yeah. something about that figure just seems off to me. I think it's the collar. He doesn't have a collar on that one. What someone pointed out is for the Firefly's Funhouse match, he wasn't wearing a collar. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't pay also, attention to those details, but yeah. to have the little Vince McMahon puppet as a figure is awesome. Yeah, and they have all the puppets except for Huskus the Pig, which yeah. is kind of disappointing. <laughs> but I may have to get that one. It's kind of sweet. It'd be cool because the box opens up into the set, so you could like set it up you know, with oh, that. That's kind of cool. They know what they're doing. <laughs> Someone knows what he's doing. Bray Wyatt does. Yeah, we might not does. watch a lot of WWE, but our number one is from WWE. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm looking at my list. I have, yeah, two WWE on my top five. You yeah, let me re- recap mine. It was uh, yeah, sorry. Britt, Britt Baker was number five. Otis number four was Otis. So that's another WWE guy. Three was Eddie Kingston. Two Orange Cassidy, and number one Bray. So for, so for being AEW, the only show I've watched consistently, I've only got one AEW guy on there. That's good. Oh, no, no, I got Brit, two. Brit Baker. <laughs> Technically, you have Eddie Kingston because that's why you tossed him on there. I, 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 I'd say I would have done it before because the promos leading up to it was still sweet. Yeah. His, his run in NWA was, like I said, sweet until that had to get cut off. Yeah. Oh, man. There's another... What did he get? Didn't uh, they have a little issue, too? With, uh... Yeah, whatever. There's too much <laughs> going on. 
too many things that we can't, we're not allowed to like anymore. It's very disappointing. Yeah. But none of our, no one on these lists will disappoint us. I don't think. <laughs> uh, oh, that's what I was saying earlier that you could argue that Bray Wyatt's kind of a piece of shit because he left his wife and family for Jojo and got her pregnant. I did not know that story. Yo, yo, come on. I know him and Jojo are a thing, but I didn't realize he left his family for her. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. And then knocked her up and now they have like two kids. Well, he's a super conspiracy nut, so who knows what stuff he believes, right? He could be oh, an yeah. anti-masker. Bill Gates is going to put you a chip in you, but that probably is why he's a great character. <laughs> yeah, he believes in the reptilian people. I mean, yeah. he's all... That's the thing is, all that stuff is fun and great. I love conspiracy podcasts, but all of a sudden, conspiracy podcasts have become reality, and it's kind of <laughs> scary. <laughs> like that thing I was telling you about, someone posted, like, there's... <laughs> the thing about rich people like literally make shoes out of people's skin like, <laughs> yeah. like do you really think he must come on <laughs> isn't it instead of going with the most realistic simple explanation behind it we're gonna go that direction you know? yeah or the uh which is fun to listen to on a podcast and you're trying to burn you know work hours but when you believe that in your real life <laughs> kind of yeah. gets scary like do, do you really <laughs> You really think Wayfair is selling you know, <laughs> children? I, I don't know. That was a fun Twitter. Yeah. The fun thing now is like, uh, I'll I'll do the feeding for Lucy uh, first thing in the morning because Danielle usually does it through the night. God bless her for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but first thing in the morning, you get to look through all the hashtags on Twitter, and it's usually stuff that's trending in Moscow at the time. You know, <laughs> at five in the morning, which is like their prime time. So it's real fucking crazy stuff usually like the wayfair conspiracy yeah that was a good one <laughs> I, I mean there was lots of it was interesting but like i don't know yeah my first thought my first thought was just but then you read people's comments who are like we need to do something about this yeah my first thought was <laughs> well buy it buy one and see what <laughs> you buy get one and find the person Someone at work was like, well, what if you get a kid? And then you're like, well, then you like report it. Like, you're not the bad person. <laughs> what if you get a kid? But like, <laughs> that's the only way you're going to find out. You can't just assume. Like, yeah, figure out what happens. Oh, I got a kid. Oops. Let's report them. But if you just get a fucking $14,000 hutch, then you're an idiot. <laughs> you just paid $14,000 for a cabinet. I mean, how so. insane does it oh, think that human traffickers Jesus. are going to use... <laughs> Human traffickers I, I, are going to use a normal website to sell stuff. <laughs> I just got scared in the studio by <laughs> by Melissa and George. That scared the shit out of me. Oh, I, th- I thought someone was coming out of my Wayfair closet. They're listening to you. All right. Well, now she's going to wonder why she wandered down into the studio when I was talking about Wayfair. She's going to be what the hell are you two talking about? So maybe it's time yeah. to wrap things up here. <laughs> Before this we go was, down a different rabbit hole. Yeah. Well, this was going to be a quick episode, and now we've turned into a two-hour episode, so <laughs> that worked out well. <laughs> <sighs> you have anything else on the agenda, or are you, uh, you ready to get rolling? Hit the old dusty trail. Let's, we'll, we'll try to be more consistent now. How about that? That'll be our goal for season two. Yes. <laughs> we have a... Uh, whole list of episodes here that we want to get going and that's why i think <laughs> a, new, a new graphic for uh we post the new pods we had that idea we'll, of using of using the old after magazines with like the mm. funny ass ads on there maybe we'll do that well hello george hey melissa why don't you come over here we have a guest 
We have guest George. Well, as we're wrapping it up, hello, Melissa. Speaking to the microphone. Hello. Uh, we're talking about our top five favorite wrestlers currently. Mm-hmm. Do you have anyone in your top five favorite wrestlers? Uh, probably Blue Pants. Blue Pants is no, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Blue Pants is no longer wrestling. Oh no, she is. She's an AEW. She's a librarian. Yeah. Oh, I that's know. a librarian. I did not. Yeah, know yeah, uh, yeah. Leva Bates, I believe, is her name. Yeah, I didn't know. That's who played Blue Pants. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Who else? Do you have anyone? Else? Is she your number one, or is she just in your random top five? Mm, um, the Bronies. Uh, that's Melissa's name for the New Day. I don't know why she <laughs> she calls them the Bronies because of the, the because they appear to be um, uh, My Little Pony fanboys wearing their pink and blue. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, anyone else? Or are we we uh, you know? ending this nonsense do they have to be alive yes because they're current mm. current wrestlers no all the current wrestlers are terrible oh, oh right. well on that note <laughs> that is also true so thanks for stopping by thanks for taking george out now he's going to be sniffing and licking and perfect time to leave so so melissa's favorites are the new day and uh the librarian so if, if Danielle was in the room, she'd give the nod to Cody Rhodes. I think that's her favorite. Yeah, that's been her favorite for like 15 years. <laughs> right. Why is that okay? But we can't, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> we can't be creepy in that way, but it's okay for her to be creepy on Cody Rhodes. <sighs> Anyways. All right. Well, that's all I got. Um, I believe that's it for us. We'll be more consistent. George, stop licking. God damn it, I gotta go. (laughs) All right, on that note, uh, this is Peter. That's Chris. And we will uh, be more consistent and we'll be back with new episodes quickly. Go to that Wayfarer cabinet. (laughs) I'm gonna get it and fill it with Hasbro's. (laughs) All right, talk to everyone later. See ya. See ya. I see people selling custom one, two, three kids for like two hundred dollars on eBay now. Who's buying that? I don't know. I don't know if anyone actually bought it, but yeah, that's pops up on the listings. I'm like, good god. Yeah, that's. I can't do that. That's. Whatever. I'd like to just find like a decent deal on that Brett and Undertaker, so I have everything but that final series like nailed mm-hmm. down. Should have gotten that whole group for a thousand. I wish. <laughs> Right now, you could have just flipped that right now for twice as much. <laughs> Even like the one, like the, there's a few that go for like 15, 20 bucks, but like, I don't know, who was the one I was like, I couldn't believe. Like the second Beefcake and uh, I think Ugh. the second Jim Duggan, they're like $50, $60, $80. Like, huh? Yeah, th- that stops me from like wanting to do that. Yeah, you might as well um, go with LGN first and. They're like outside of you know the handful that are out of this world. The rest of them are manageable priced. Yeah, that's still yeah. You can get like the rockers for cheap, right? That's why I'm trying to just like get all the Mattels I want as fast as I can before that just gets too stupid for all of them. Yeah, even that. There's some of them that yeah. Out of God, control. I just I I want a list. Like I keep finding good websites, but I need like a definitive list because I see people post them and I'm like, 
is this real? Is this a, a custom? Are there like really that many bushwhackers or diesels? Like I just I can't keep track. I made a list based off of just looking at like the W guys I wanted, but now that I'm venturing to WCW, I need to remake my list. <laughs> now that you're going WCW. <laughs> Like that Ray, that Ray was super cheap. He's awesome looking, but now I'm like, oh, the Eddie's like 30, 40 bucks, and that Giant's like 50, 60 bucks. I'm like, they need to re release those or I yeah. find a deal. Or you're just going to have to get a whole NWO shelf like Andrew. <laughs> I was actually, so I was, I have that stand next to the speaker, so the stand will be all WF guys from the 80s to the 90s. And the speaker next to it, I thought about getting the nitro ring apron and putting it around it and putting the WCW guys on that. (laughs) Now you're getting ring aprons. (laughs) Now now it begins. Uh, I really thought, and I'd have to put some thought into what the best ones were. Um, Get the TNT poster, right? Yeah. And then below it, all the ones that you have, like, the faces of, you know, like mm-hmm. Heenan, Morocco, either get the LJNs and put them right under them, or do they all have Mattels? I think we're discussing that. There's no Fuji Mattel. Uh, I think everyone else is there. There's a Jimmy Hart. There's a Heenan. Yeah, Jimmy Hart. Morocco. Morocco. Blassie. Um, Savage. Yeah. Is there a, is that era Savage? Uh, mean, I, like, think, I think there's an IC title one, but like in gear, they need him in like the Hulk Who shirt. <laughs> I think just like I could deal with just like pink tights and yellow boots, right? Like the eighty-seven yeah, version. You could get all of them, but Fuji. He doesn't have one, and all of them are, I think, reasonably priced. That how's there not a Fuji? How's there not a Fuji Mattel? Yeah. That's I don't know crazy. why you wouldn't get that. All right, well, I guess I'm just going to have to get the LJNs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're going to have more budget for their contracts now that wrestling figures are out of this world again. Yeah. That's weird that they've been around for 10 years and like now they're hitting a boom. Yeah, now we're starting to buy them. <laughs> I remember seeing that first Legend series in stores and having like fatigue from the classics and be like, I can't rebuy all of these again. Yeah. Even those like weird deluxe classics when those were all yeah. coming out, I'm like, these are it's the same, but they're just they there was something about them I didn't like. And I missed like the handful of final series, like maybe four or five. Then those are the ones that are all a ton of money because no one bought them. Yeah, you know? like the I sheik. always try to I always try to keep an eye out for the chic. I think you can get it. You're just you just don't want to pay the thirty or forty bucks for it. I have them saved on eBay, and all I get is notifications for the Iron Sheik figure. <laughs> I feel like I've seen it floating around. If, if you had like a legit price, I'd keep an eye out. But I feel I, like you're just you're you're cheaping out on it for other things. I mean, I'm looking more at Mattels now just to get those out of the way. I have yeah. like four or five I need to end the uh, new generation shelf. <laughs> That's I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not about to put eighty on that Bam Bam and like the, the year he wore one time. <laughs> yeah, it was real weird. Then comes the LT. Yeah, give me heel. Him and LT in a two pack. So much wrestling. 